Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Transmitting. Live and direct from Planet Margate, this is your host, Buddy Peace, checking in for another edition of Buddy's Buddies, this time the Margate Voices edition, featuring Carla Long and Gloria Withers. I was going to venture outside to do this introduction, but most of the available pockets of time I've had, the skies have shown what they're made of and thrown down a biblical rainstorm, which means the recording of said intro has been very, very difficult. Uh, So in the end, I settled on the bedroom so this is not as uh, sonically interesting as previous visits to the beach on this podcast uh, have been by any means all you've got is essentially four walls with my voice echoing from them off them about the room and um, there might be a delicate little trickle of rainfall outside it's still raining So that's location-wise where I am at this point in time. Podcast-wise, good God, it's been months, hasn't it? Um, It turned from being a weekly podcast into a fortnightly podcast, then a little less regular, and now very regular. So um, yeah, I'm I'm sorry it happened that way. Uh, I've got big plans for the future and you know ways to improve on on the timekeeping and the effort taken because what I was finding um was that I think if I'm really honest like a lot of the conversations in in past episodes while they've been amazing in my opinion and um like just really lovely it's just so nice to spend time in the company of every guest like it's been great I'm sure you'll have no doubt noticed that they've gone on for quite a long time. I mean, it's down to me, of course, because, you know, a lot of the time I've got a bunch of questions I want to ask and get answers for. And there was a a sort of a weird kind of OCD element in me where I was like, no, I have to have to ask all of these questions. And it's like, I, I guess because I'm the editor as well, I... 
I approach it in a way where it's like, ah, yeah, but I'll edit this in the future and whatever gets recorded, I'll eventually sort of distill and sift through and eliminate parts. But I guess also the one of the downfalls of being the host and the editor is that I feel like all of it's worth keeping in and then the way I kind of present it as well, there's some callbacks to things from earlier on or... Like, it's not really a question and answer. It's like a conversation which is structured with questions, I suppose. So, yeah, um, a lot of the time these conversations end, ended up being pretty long. And um, editing it, mixing it, doing all of that stuff while, you know, working on other jobs as well was, it was quite a tough juggle. And to be honest, like through lockdown, there were a lot of podcasts starting and I kind of got pretty busy with them as well like there, there were a lot coming in and um quite a few needed production a lot of them needed sort of to be built from the ground up or assisted on or you know, some music made for them or whatever and in all honesty it got so insane and so many plates juggling and you know like whatever circus-based metaphor you want to throw in there um trapezes cannibals clowns me yeah all that stuff so yeah it, it just it, it got a little bit hectic in there for a bit also in the spirit of the podcast which was essentially you know it's talking to people in the area of margate that's where i'm where i'm based so yeah talking to people in margate about the businesses um businesses here in lockdown it was i mean everyone was kind of i feel like we were all anyway like making stuff up as we went along a bit you know, with best foot forward and obviously a positive mindset and trying to make things as normal while adhering to the rules and codes of conduct while we all went along. It just felt like a bit of a weird time to be talking to people about their businesses because I feel like it was everything was in a state of flux and some people probably, you know, didn't know whether their businesses would even carry on in the way that they had been. So it felt like a, a, a kind of a weird time to approach people to chat with uh, excitement and enthusiasm about their business. Cause you know, probably for them as well, like the, the struggles were keeping everything afloat, like keeping employees and, and just navigating the path ahead. So yeah, uh, that, uh, the, the podcast was one of the things that basically had to, had to take a little break and go into a, I suppose a quarantine of its own. So that that's kind of what happened there for a bit. And um I'm definitely like working on other ways to make it work. It is totally gonna remain intact. Like the buddies buddies thing is 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 gonna stay here. I I can't really sort of verify the uh consistency of it at this point. I'm working on a bunch of other podcasts as well. But yeah, this this one in particular, it, it's gonna it's gonna remain, but the form of which is yet to be kind of fully settled on. Yeah, I just wanted to say thanks so much for like for everyone who's listened to it and everyone who's followed it so far. And I know there's a few of you out there, and yeah, it's been it's been so lovely because I've also met a lot of truly beautiful people through this, and it's brought me a lot of joy and. Um, I've you know made some some pretty good friends from it too so that is never forgotten and never lost on me so yeah I just wanted to give a proper shout out up top because um 
it's kind of weird. Like I feel like I've been away for a long time and then here I am bouncing back. Like, hey, here's another podcast for you. And so it just felt weird without addressing that. And I felt like I sort of owe it to you as a listener just to explain. Some of you might be listening to this for the first time and you're like, what, what are you like, what, what are you waffling about? This is the first podcast I've heard. Like, what are you talking about? So, yeah, um, dear new listener, forgive me for that. Anyway, this is all just sort of like a reintroduction to me and the podcast. And um, just wanted to check in for a bit. I haven't even said hello yet. Hello. And um, I would like to wish you all the very best. And I hope you're all in good health. I hope you've been maintaining, you know, mentally, positively, all of that stuff goes without saying i hope um it's uh everything's still kind of strange isn't it and I, yeah who who knows what to say i don't know what to say anymore um th- there's been so many conversations i've had and it's that part of my brain is wearing a big hole in the carpet or something i don't know but when i get to it it's like i, I have a block because i don't quite know how to sort of I can't really get to anything new there it's like there's a big barricade up that's kind of uh, stopping me from reaching any new thoughts on the subject but let's try not to dwell on that for now because this podcast is uh, is an absolute joy um the the, the one I've, I've got ahead for you because I spoke to two absolutely lovely women Carla Long and Gloria Withers uh, they were. I, I was introduced to them via Lucy from Margate Mercury, um, and uh, this is the what is this? I think this is the second in the in the Margate Voices series. Which uh, hopefully, if you've read the Margate Mercury, if you're in Margate, um, or if you visited and picked one of these up, uh, Margate Mercury is the indie newspaper that uh, runs from Margate, and it's it's all contributed and made by people in Margate too. Really lovely. It's like such a nice, friendly, positive, inspiring read, and it's just cool to have a newspaper like a local newspaper. I think it's so cool. It's just really it sort of makes you feel like you're living in a you know a proper <laughs> a proper town or something. And there's something really cool and official about it. It's great. So. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big supporter of Margate Mercury. Um, so yeah, Lucy introduced me to Cyril. You might have heard the Cyril episode. He's from, I, I I think I might have got some of these details wrong. And, and that's, I did, I recorded that episode a long time ago too. So even the corrections, I'm not sure if they're correct. Lucy speaking, he's from around the South Africa area. I have to be careful because he <laughs> he came back at me after hearing it and um I, I said something in the intro and I don't think it was uh, 100% uh, factually accurate so sorry Cyril. Anyway, he he was awesome. Go and have a listen to that episode if you if you get the time because his journey from from where he was to Margate is is fascinating and yeah, he's a, he's a wild man. So that that was a good one. But yeah, this this one um Lucy put me in touch with uh, Carla. Carla and her mum came as a, a delightful package. And um, Carla's mum is uh, an octogenarian. And I mean, I've spoken to, you know, obviously grandparents and people's grandparents, but I haven't actually had a somebody of, broadly speaking, grandparent age on the podcast. And uh, Gloria's from Trinidad as well, which is, um, yeah, a... a a story in itself and uh so it's really nice to, to to get her on it and to um to have a chat to her about 
you know, basically everything that's been going on recently, as well as her her upbringing and and, and childhood and jobs and things like that, it's just like tons tons of bits and pieces. It's, her life is just so full of just awesome stops along the way and um yeah and and Carla too and uh yeah Carla's story in itself is is fascinating as well and um it's just really really nice and refreshing to speak to to or you know a lot of the podcasts I listen to are with um really like quite famous people or you know big like professional speakers and stuff like this it's so nice to sit down and have a chat with um I want to say just sort of regular people like I, I don't I don't consider myself as being famous at all and it, it's nice to just sit down and just kind of like you know like a kind of one of those coffee type chats where you just sit and and you, and you just talk about stuff as it comes up and I had a few things I wanted to talk about and um I will say again in the interest of honesty there were a few things that I think because I hadn't recorded for a while uh I was kind of rusty and I realized now as well this is something that if you don't do it for a while, the podcasting and, and making a regular podcast, it can get sort of quite tricky to reach. I always think of it as rooms in my head. Like there's there's certain rooms in my head that I don't have access to, or there's a lot of clutter in the way, or it's like a you know messy house or something. And in this time, I've been well, I've definitely been editing a lot more podcasts and producing more than I've been making. And I've I've made a few with me presenting them, but not kind of sitting in the same room there's been a lot of zoom conversations and you know how that goes you know they're, they're all good but this this was actually the first safe distance pandemic era podcast that I've done which itself as well was a bit of a challenge a bit of a weird sort of new ground um we recorded it in Albies so yeah big shout out to Eli and Albies of always like they they hold it down they are a, a force of nature and Eli is very conscious of safety protocol and procedures. So, you know, um, uh, Gloria is a, a, a slightly older woman as well. So, you know, I didn't want to take any any risks there. So it was all kind of, you know, mutually agreed that it was all good for, for, for them both to come down and do it in person. And yeah, so what I'm saying is it was... Um, it was kind of overwhelming in a way because I hadn't hadn't had the sense of recording or like, you know, been in the same room as somebody on the podcast for such a long time and yeah it's like my mind some doors closed some doors opened and I was so sort of like ah which way do I turn now so one one I guess one regret is that there are a lot of probably a lot of um points in the road where I could have taken many more directions and uh it's it's annoying because when I listen back it's like ah I could have asked them about that oh I could have I could have talked about that and yeah, so if anything, there's a good sort of there's a positive outcome from that, which means that hopefully we'll be able to do this again. And um, I think yeah, it'd be really nice to actually pick up on a lot of points that I left un untalked about and unexplored. Um, yeah, you know, just the, some of the stuff that uh, Gloria was saying as well. Like, like she she moved here from Trinidad and she, she worked in Margate like way back in the day and. Uh, in, in places that are still still there or there's a semblance of their existence still there and uh yeah you know just all the stuff i want to speak to you about with carla too i mean yeah tons and tons of unturned stones on the beach so yeah we'll we'll pick up on that again soon with any luck but i will leave the rest for you to discover because 
it's a really nice episode very pleasant and just uh, they're they're so nice and i hope you consider them as your new pals in thanet in general so yeah um let's see what time am i on oh that's a that's a long intro right there uh, I'll probably come back with a little bit more waffle at the end, just by way of uh, the light intro and outro. I'll be back at the end, but um, I very much hope you enjoy this episode of Buddies Buddies, the Margate Voices edition, in the company of Carla and Gloria. Enjoy. I can adjust it here. I've got all the the volume. Right. Stuff okay. Here. So, Fine. I think we're looking good. Carla, do you listen to podcasts? Not really. My husband does more. I've listened to a couple more recently because of all the Black Lives Matter stuff. So that's been quite interesting to listen to some of the things. What um, is there any in particular that are focusing on on that, or is it just sort of is it coming through into what you're listening to anyway? I or what think he's yeah. To? There was one thing in particular because there was a couple of DJs from One Extra, and they were talking about so they have these certain personas on the radio and then they decided to just, you know, forget about their radio persona and talk about their own experiences of black men growing up in London. And so it was really interesting. It's weird because I listen to most of your podcasts now and I don't really listen to the radio that much, but I imagine that's not something you get much on the radio, like people allowed to... I don't listen to it. You don't listen to it? no. So this is Gloria. Hi, Gloria. Yes, hello. Hello. Um, Gloria, do you, listen, you don't listen to podcasts, radio mm, much? No, I don't. What? I don't know why. <laughs> do you know what a podcast is, though, Mum? Yes. Not really, no. So do you want to take this, Carla? Do you want to explain what a podcast is? Well, I don't know whether I, I can explain it as well as you, so I think you better explain give it, it. Give it a shot. Um, I'm, I'm interested because when I explain it, I have a, I have a go-to response for what it is. But I want to hear what you what you reckon. I don't know whether a podcast is whether you're getting a glimpse into someone's thoughts and experiences of an issue or just something that they think about a period in their life or or an opinion that they've got about something. So it's really just people talking. So it could be a conversation just like two people talking or a group of people talking yeah. or just one person talking really and it could be five minutes could be a couple of minutes could be half an hour i've heard i've heard some pushing four hours wow this isn't oh. gonna be one of those <laughs> right <laughs> so basically yeah um carla's nailed it gloria so this is uh this is a podcast what we're doing now all it's, right it's yes. a radio show oh. but put on the internet and okay. uh it's basically a radio interview. So, like, I see. Yeah, you, you, you've probably had radio four and things like that. You have a lot of people just jabbering away. It's, it's that. I listen to smooth radio. <laughs> ah, you understand what it is already? Oh yes, radio. I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so podcast introductions out of the way. To get to real introductions, Carla. I'll start with you. Tell me, tell me, tell me who you are, Carla. Okay, so you I'm can Carla. start wherever you like. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm Carla. I'm just about to be 55 years old. I grew up in Thanet. I was born in Ramsgate in the hospital that doesn't exist anymore in Ramsgate Hospital. Where, what is it now? Uh, it's Flats, I think, yes, isn't it? Flats. Yeah. yeah. Flats. So, same old Ramsgate. story, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And I moved away from Thanet to go to university. And Where did you go to university? I only went to Christchurch in Canterbury, so I didn't go very far. Oh, okay. So you're going to say, yeah, I went, so I went to New Zealand. I went no, to no, didn't go very far because 
I've always enjoyed being near Thanet, really. Yeah, so yeah. Always wanted to be by the sea and eventually would like to come and move back to be by the sea if I can afford the price of the housing yeah, by yeah. then. Hurry up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a special educational needs teacher, inclusion manager, really, in a mainstream school. Can you tell me what an inclusion manager is? Um, I haven't heard So that I'm in charge of all of the teaching assistants in the school and I assess children for dyslexia and uh, observe children to see whether they've got any autistic traits. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, liaise with parents and outside agencies, psychologists. And, yeah. Yeah, in- okay. interesting job. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we, we, can, we can absolutely come back to that. So you are Carla. Gloria. Hi, Gloria. Hello. Please tell me your, well, first of all, your relation to Carla. Carla is my daughter. You are Carla's mum. I am Carla's mum, yes. You, you two are the first mother-daughter combination who have appeared on this podcast. Oh, that's You're good. You're making history. All right. It's <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, tell me, so Carla volunteered her age first off. Like she, I didn't have to ask her and I was, I was kind of wondering like, shall I? Do I have to? You don't have to. You can tell me which uh, which era you were born near, maybe? <laughs> i telling, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> okay, I'm over 80. Okay, where were you born? I was born in Trinidad in the West Indies. Wow, okay. Trinidad and Tobago. Amazing. Can you tell me some something about your journey from, from Trinidad to Margate? I mean, to but you live in Canterbury, right? No, I live in Ramsgate. Oh, you live in Ramsgate? I live in Ramsgate. Yes, I came over in the late 60s, the early 60s, sorry, to London because I was good friends, were very close friends with a cousin of mine and she left Trinidad and came over to England and I thought, oh, you know, I want to be with her. Yeah, yeah. But I went in, I came into London, but I didn't like London at all. I only spent less than a month there. Really? And um, so I, I came to Margate and worked in the hospital Trained as a nurse right. at the hospital. So, what was in what, what were your impressions of London then? So, you stayed there for a month. I so. didn't like it; was too crowded, and uh, you know, nothing changed. I, <laughs> I didn't want to be there. Yeah, yeah. What was the transition from London to Margate then? Because I feel well, like for, it, it's almost similar reasons to the, to why people do it now. I I did it so. because I wanted to be a nurse, so I sent out a lot of applications, hmm. and I got a reply from the Seabading Hospital. So I came by the train and had an interview. Oh, the, the one just... Well, yes, Seabading, yes. That's yes. now Flats. That's now Flats <laughs> as well. So I trained there as a nurse. And Amazing. then I, I met my husband, which is Carla's dad. Yeah, yeah. And we got married and I had Carla and Stephen, my son. And nice. then um, I went from the hospital to the district. So I went into Maidstone to do some training as a district nurse. Okay. So I qualified as a district nurse and I came back and worked as a district nurse in Sanet. So you've been nursing most I've of your life? I've been nursing, yes, for four, like 40 years, yes. Yeah. I've been nursing most of my life. That's the only job I did. Wow. And Carla... And I how, like it very much. I you, did you like, like it. No, I'm retired now, but I... Does it still... Do you still have sort of a hand in the, that no, world or anything? No, not, not really. No, I give sometimes people just advice if they ask me, but... Um, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, like, you probably have people come around. Uh, <laughs> yes. Gloria, I've got uh, yes. something I need to... Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, Carla, do you, do you remember much about, like, back to your childhood, 
Do you, do you remember much about the earlier years, like uh, the sea bathing hospital mum years? And... I, rem- I really remember mum because by the time, obviously, we were young, mum was a district nurse then. Right. So oh, yeah, yeah. I remember mostly mum as a district nurse and her having to work. And mum not only did district nursing, but then she used to have to work on the fields as well right. to make enough money at that time. Work on the fields like in... Picking Picking potatoes. Picking potatoes, vegetables, everything. So our summer holidays, obviously, she had to... We had to be looked after as well. So she'd have to do the kind of work that would able to have childcare. So a lot of our summer holidays were spent on the fields while she did that. So as a district nurse too, her hours were quite different. So for us coming home, she wouldn't always be there. So, you know, the whole latchkey kid thing sometimes, you know, you'd have to come home and and sort yourself out just till mum could get home. And she wouldn't wouldn't be really late, but you know, it she wasn't always there. No, but through necessity though. Yeah. So I mean yeah, obviously like doing doing what it took to to keep you all sort of definitely I remember the smell of her (laughs) <laughs> you know that medicated smell oh yeah the smell of the uniform i thought it was either gonna be that or the smell of like being <laughs> field muddy <laughs> and i remember the smell of that i definitely remember the smell of brussels sprouts <laughs> and rotten cabbage, and rotten cabbage yeah. uh, quite a combo <laughs> but i remember the freedom of of being a child at that time yeah and and being able to play on the farm which was amazing and of course you can't do that anymore because of health and safety yeah <laughs> true so like how how do you feel about this of having a a child in that age like do you feel like it was a bit less sort of guarded and it was a bit more free perhaps like you could let Carla off the leash a bit there were less guidelines and oh yes like that, maybe. yes yes yeah. I did yes I feel like that too I think it, when I think of now it's sort of oh no yes you now you question yourself whether to let them out or not. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I think, yeah, when I was sort of getting to teenage years, it was getting a bit more kind of like, uh, be careful of people and yeah. that kind of stuff. And it's very strange, isn't it? Because growing up near the seaside, as we did, I know my friend who lived around the corner from, from me, and I'm sure we were only seven or eight years old, and we would get our dolls and our dolls prams and we'd pack up some sandwiches and orange squash and we would go down to the beach yeah. at unsupervised. that time, unsupervised, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for a few hours, and that would be we would be off. Yeah, and no one would be worried where we were. It would. It was really bizarre. I think that sort of makes you grow up pretty quick because if you're sort of like, well, my parents aren't here, so, and then you sort of automatically kind of feel a bit like, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a, you know, you get a bit more confident maybe, and I think I've felt that way. It's sort of like walking down the street. I was like, well, my parents aren't here, so I've I have to find strength from somewhere and you're not always looking around for your parents so it's like all right I need to take control of it but I mean I guess especially as a a boy as well yeah but they still had to come home on time yeah yeah Yeah. that's it in time yeah yeah that is true I mean we didn't have mobile phones did we didn't have those things but we did have like set times for coming in and that would be the time that you'd get in trouble if you (laughs) (laughs) how did you deal with late late children Children come well, home late. <laughs> they're never very late. No, you know, I would say, you know, if they're late, you know, and they give me a good reason, mm. which they were sort of playing about and forgot the time and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Just excuse them. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So playing by the sea and you were in the sea bathing hospital, like what, what are your relationships with the sea then? And being around, you know, you've been on the coast for well, most of your life. Well, all the fresh yeah. air, 
we've got freedom there. You know, yeah. we, we walk on the beach, we go for a paddle and things like that. So hey, that's you, what you, we like. Do you swim much? Gloria? Not in the sea. No? I used to, yeah, but um, not very often, did we? When was the last no. time you were swimming? In the sea? Yeah. I can't remember. Oh, God. It's a long time. Not in this country. Not <laughs> you, see, you see a lot of the crazy, crazy people, they're sort of like, they, they swim every day in the sea yeah. and then you yes. get some wind yes. and it's like, yeah. nah, nah. I know, some people do. Yeah. I did actually venture into the sea a couple of weeks ago because someone said, no, you really must try and come in because it is... Before, really before the summer's gone, yeah. And I did, but there was so much seaweed I couldn't. It was yeah. just disgusting. I had to walk back out. And the smell of the seaweed, no, it's terrible. Yeah, it's a bit rough, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. I love watching the sea. I love the yeah. sound of the sea. Yeah. But yeah. I don't love going in the sea. You like it, you don't love it. Yeah, yeah. not here. Yeah. I find it relaxing and peaceful, but it's just more about yeah, yeah, yeah. more about the sound of it. There's still a relationship with it. Yeah. I mean, it's like you, you don't it's have... It's quite calming. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. watch the waves. Yeah. It's like, I mean, definitely from living here. And I mean, I was born in Brighton, so like I've got some some years and sort of around it. But like, I'm trying to figure out what it is about it. It's like the thing that people write about infinitely in their poems and all this kind of stuff. I think people are always trying to get to like, what is it about it that sort of draws you back to it? And it's, I don't think anyone's ever managed to fully capture what it is it's like this huge uncontrollable thing and it's like i think for me it's like it, it could it could easily destroy you and sort of take you out without a trace or it yes. can be your best friend so it's like you have to sort of treat it with respect and give it some space well speaking of space i guess the last few months have been a bit weird haven't they it has yeah so is it something you've talked well, about much um like- to each other? My or? daughter knew. I felt very depressed about it because I couldn't see anybody, really. My daughter right. would come and we stay in the garden. We couldn't touch each other. No. And I couldn't do what I really like doing. So, you know, they come and we go for a little walk, just keeping your distance. Yeah. And um, I felt very upset when she just, I get to the door yeah. and she said, oh, goodbye, you know. And then you, you don't and, uh, you don't have the uh, the, the sort of closure part. No, no, no. Yeah, I think that's that's, so that's been a, that was very that's when it very really, depressing. Yeah, yes. that's when it really hits when you have those little family yeah. moments. It's, oh yeah, yes. I can't do that with my family. That's and, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carla, how how did you sort of? Yeah, take it, it? it's really it's very strange, isn't it? Because I knew that mum was feeling really down and I knew that a lot of and a lot of older people were feeling really down because of the lack of contact yeah. so obviously we upped the the phone contact so that that was upped and I made the decision that I would continue to go on a weekly basis to see both my mum and dad they don't live together anymore but I oh, went yeah. to see both of them and see them and go for a walk so we made this routine of going over and we'd go for a walk and I kind of felt at the time that okay I am seeing you and I am going for a walk so that's fine Mm. but when I think about it now even though I felt I'm doing that and that's it I think what mum missed more than anything was the hug yeah yeah so even though I got to see her and we sat in the garden and we had a cup of tea and we had a chat and that was fine it wasn't it wasn't even the, the seeing me it was the fact that at the end of that we just didn't get a hug. Yeah. It's like not signing a yeah. your signature yeah. or something. Yeah. It was just yeah. so it thing. was just so odd and it just feels so unnatural to just go, Oh, see it then. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, because uh, when I haven't, I haven't seen, yeah, I haven't seen my mum since probably. Well, so we're recording this at the end of August, so yeah, probably February. And I mean, she lives sort of out of town, quite a long way. So, and I don't drive, so like I can't jump in a car and make the drive, and also getting on the train, I'm still a little yeah. bit. Uh, I don't know. Um, and we, I mean, we're not like the most contacting. You know, we're not the most. We're not a family who's Close. always. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we. we we're sort of close, but like we can, we, we go for a few months without sort of like seeing each other, I guess. That's just how it worked out with us, I think. But I think I'm starting to feel it a bit now. It's like, yeah, you say that, that hug thing is sort of like missing yeah. the hug from your mum. It's like, it's a, it's definitely, that's the thing that kind of, it's like, oh yeah, we've been really isolating for a long time now. And, and just seeing seasons pass around you as well, like from the, from inside your house, you're just watching, oh, there's spring. And it's summer, and it's <laughs> yeah, autumn, yeah, and soon will come winter. Right, and yeah. Then it's like, yeah, yeah. Seeing yeah. how quickly in the last couple of nights it started to get dark. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Has made me realise, and then thinking, crikey, it's, and we've only got a few months and it's going to be Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be believe that Christmas. we've just gone through my most favourite time of the year and yeah. I've all of the things that I look forward to most at this time of the year sort of didn't, didn't, didn't happen. No. Yeah, you don't go through the sort of those little rituals you have in the year like you know you have the barbecues you have all the sort of get-togethers yeah. and you're yeah. just like, yeah hopping on a train our whatever. family yeah. camber beach day where usually all the all the family from different parts of the country come together ah. yeah didn't happen did you um, do it on zoom or anything have you, have you no we have we, mm. we we tried one zoom get together didn't yes. we all together yeah and we've we've sort of seen bits of family but yeah. um the reason we didn't do the camber one was because at the time we would have normally done it Everyone was going to the beach because yeah, we had those really hot days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Canberra we, was so packed. It was just yeah. we Imagine, wouldn't have yeah. got yes. a space in the car park. No, see it in Margate like some days. Like, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Swerving that. Yeah. And I understand why people, you, you know, did it. People just needed to, to get to, out. To get out. Yeah, so, yeah, especially yeah. people that lived in London or or places yeah. where you With couldn't get to the sea. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, I live in a, in a flat here, and it's like, I mean, obviously you can walk around a bit, but yeah. at the very start when it was like, all right, you can go out for one hour. It's like, all right, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go to the sea because that's the most, yes. that's the furthest I can look out without yeah. interruption. And yeah. yeah, there's like some I, freedom there. I, I just felt we were so lucky to be able to go. I mean, I think our weekly walks, we were so lucky because we could yes. walk. And we were near, I mean, I dro- obviously I drove from Canterbury. I probably was breaking all kinds of laws, but I drove <laughs> just so I could walk with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just think we were so privileged to do that. And right. I think that we shouldn't forget how privileged we were. So yeah. why should we deny other people a little bit of happiness just to be able to get to the sea if they yeah, could? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, like I feel like at the start, you sort of, you start like looking at people like, are you wearing a mask? Are you wearing a mask? But then at the end of it, you start to feel more like, well, as, as humans, you sort of start thinking like, no, I, I understand. Like, you know, you've got to go from here to there. You need certain things to make your day a bit more manageable. So mm-hmm. yeah, you stop being, well, not you, but like one might stop being a bit less sort of judgmental and like, mm, you should wear a mask. And it's like, whatever judgy parts come into it I guess you sort of give people a bit of a break it also made me me think that there are people worse off than you you know some people are sort of can't even get out of their houses Mm. you know because they're disabled they can't move around so they are stuck yeah true you know so I was really lucky to have my daughter come and we all go for a walk together yeah and her dad comes and we all go for a walk together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was quite good. It's really nice. And how are you feeling now that it's sort of, uh, well, 
we're sitting in a room together this this wouldn't have happened in the last six months or so no. and this is this is the first sit down in a room podcast i've done since i think yeah the end of february so um mm. yeah so how are you feeling now it's sort of looking a bit more um, sunny it's a bit better because i can go out now i play golf you do nice so my son-in-law we play on a monday at St. Augustine's, and I play with the ladies on a Tuesday, mm. but we still can't touch each other right, right. because of, you know, I don't know who they are um, in company with, so right, yeah, you still sort of keep your distance, but yeah. we enjoy it. I enjoy it. Do you like, do you cross clubs with each other like yes, a sword? Yes, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's yeah. it. Nice. <laughs> and how do I ask how good you are at golf? What do I say? What's your handicap? What's how, My okay, handicap? It's 23, it was 22. I've won one, two, three championships, club championships. So I've got my name in gold letters right across the club. My mum is an excellent golfer. I was going to say, I feel like your mum's boasting a bit now, Carla. I'll give her the microphone for a second. Yeah, she is allowed to boast at this (laughs) point. Yeah, Yeah, It's it's a true talent that didn't get passed down to me. (laughs) Yeah, do you you, you spend any time on the the, the greens? No, no, no. No. I I originally come from a golfing family because I've got, I had, um, two brothers are golf um, professionals. Oh, wow. Not in this country, though. Right. In, in America in... and in Trinidad. You know, ah. they were... wow. But I just lost one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not through the COVID-19. No. Well, yeah, well, it's, it's nice that you're carrying on the tradition. So, well, actually, yeah, speaking of uh, family and, and whatnot, so... Trinidad, like when was the last time you you got you went back? Have you been back since you? Oh yes, yeah. I used to go every year because right. my mother was there, yeah. and well, since then she's she's died. Twenty two, twenty three years now. Mm, twenty three years. Twenty three years ago, but I still used to go back. Yeah. And um, did you do you take Carla with you or? Carla, oh, Carla's been. Yeah. Carla's been. My son has been. The last time we um, all went was about three years ago, wasn't it? Yes. How long do you normally spend there? Like, is it sort of like a big a kind month, of... A uh, month, like a month. Yeah. yeah. I think we, we went for three weeks. We went for three weeks, mm. yes. Yeah. We rented a house, or two houses, because we went to Tobago as well, which is nicer than Trinidad, really. Right, right, okay. More tourism there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what, um, how How do you sort of, how, how does it relate to, to being down here in the... On the southeast coast, like, do you find re- um, sort of things in common with it, or? Um... Well, I get used to because um, the crowd. I don't like a lot of crowd, and I find living in. I lived in Rams uh, Margate first, yeah. But I find living on the seafront, it's much quieter. Yeah, yeah. Trinidad's a funny. It's a. It's a. It's a funny place. Trinidad isn't really geared up too much for tourism. Is it not? No. Uh, I thought I felt like it was sort of like that's the the main area where it's like everything's crazy, like Las no, Vegas by the coast. The carnival it? time. So right. during February. the carnival time in February, then yeah. then it is geared up, yeah. yeah, specifically. But the rest of the time, it 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 isn't. It's quite an industrial place. Ah. Um, it's not. Sp- particularly safe in some areas. No. Right. So it's got a high level of crime. So do you, I guess you have an advantage because you. 
you obviously know you know know certain areas yeah yeah Yeah. it's a great place to go and explore in terms of hiring a car and looking around that the food is is brilliant oh yeah it's wonderful um the beaches are wonderful but you know you are quite limited um in going out places and things like that so you have to be careful um that's why we tend to then go over to tobago and i get to play golf there yeah Yeah. What's the what are the what are the um I don't know what you could you call it greens? What are the what what's a golf co- course? That's it. Golf course, yeah. Yes, what are the yes. courses like over there? Well what's the golfing in, scene? In the win in the summer the grass is a bit dry like here, but they water them a mm. lot. You know, the last time I played in Trinidad, I played on a course called Saint Augustine's as well. That's oh. in a place called Mocha. In Marval, and I had a hole in one. Whoa! I've never met anyone who's had a hole in one. I had a hole in one three times, twice in <laughs> genuine applause. twice in Saint um, Saint Augustine's. Yeah, on the same hole, I had a hole in one twice there. Wow, you're blessed! Amazing. <laughs> yeah, enough about that now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Carry> on. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, Carla, then what? So you, inclusion, tell me again, inclusion officer, assistant? Inclusion manager. Inclusion manager, that's right. <laughs> or inclusion lead, whatever you want. They, okay. The name keeps changing. And so, it, um, I mean, I was going to ask sort of what, what else you do, like what's your like interest and things like that. So like, it, it, does that take up enough of your time for you to not have sort of outside sort of yeah. hobbies and things like that or well no because I've always really enjoyed dancing so um I do salsa okay so I love salsa dancing and I love soul music and funk music and love going to see bands so Olbies is one of the places that I've obviously come to Cool. Yeah, we, when I said about meeting an Obies, you were like, yeah, yeah, meet an Obies. Like, oh, I don't have to give you directions. Like, oh, yeah, you, you, you know your Obies. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah, well, for the benefit of the listener, we are recording in the basement. <laughs> is this the dugout? Is that what it is? I think it's yeah, called well, the dugout. Well, I've never seen it set up like this before. Yeah, this is okay. the socially distant, the, the so, 2020 right. set up. This is all set up. Usually when, when I've come into this part of the room... It will be very steamy and yep. there'll be some reggae playing in here, very hot and sweaty. Yeah, I feel like I should have, I should have prepared it. I should have like boiled, boiled a pot of water and got it steamy and yeah. some smoke in here. Very or sweaty yeah. and we'd be hogging the one fan that might be going in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, well, there's one there right in my eyesight, a massive industrial fan right there. Yeah, so I'm really missing the fact that the, obviously the Salt Festival was cancelled this year. Yeah, yeah, that's quite a kicker. Because, yeah, that's yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. Um, so we've been coming to that for the last few years. So that's a major. That takes up a lot of time because we do a lot of dancing and socialising. And Where, like, have you been dancing at home? Like, have you been doing any of the sort of Zoom? No things or no. No. no, no, no. <laughs> and I go disgusting. to the gym. I go to the gym, and luckily the gyms have opened up in the last few weeks. So I'm back at the gym. Oh, okay. Right. And. Um, as much as I hate spin classes, the only reason that I've started doing spin classes is because I play house music uh, and that feels like going out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> hearing it loud from something. In yeah. a room where there's other people in loud music. Yeah. It's like, oh, right, we might exactly. as well, we're sort of in a club. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, but so um, 
Glory, you might be with me on this one. Um, what is a spin class? Because I've heard this is an American, like as an American term. Do you know what, Glory? Do you know what a spin? I class don't is? know what. Spin oh, it's, so class it's is. Cy- so it's static cycling. So you've got a bike right. that doesn't go anywhere. All oh, right. Oh, which yeah. Which sounds yes, ridiculous, yes, yes, yeah. but. And you've got different resistance levels, so you can make it feel like well, you're going up like a hill. it's just like an exercise bike. It's an yeah, exercise yeah. bike to music. Mm. Fast, right. slow, standing up, sitting down. I mm. feel like because me and Gloria maybe haven't, haven't been to a spin... Well, no, I speaking haven't. myself. But, no, no, no it's very, very sweaty. Mm. Yeah. So that, yeah, that would work in here. Then. So this I do, room is uh, I do spin and I do combat, which is like punching and kicking and fighting, but you're not actually punching or kicking anything. It's at the air. So it's like using your body as the sort of uh, yeah. the resistance or like, so you, you're not, there's no contact. And no. A lot of these things you can still keep up in, yeah. in a socially distant yeah. time, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Um, and musically, so do you have a top, let's say a top three of, you said soul and funk, that rings my bell. <sighs> so what's, what's right. your go-to? That's really difficult. I was really looking forward to seeing George Clinton who was like uh, the godfather of funk. Yeah, Parliament with, Funkadelic. With Parliament yeah, yeah, yeah. Funkadelic. Now, he was coming to Dreamland. No, really? Yeah. Oh, and that was, he was doing that. something, it was a massive, I don't know whether it's called the Sound Crash, was it Sound Crash Weekend? But Dreamland oh, had yeah. a big yeah, thing on, and so he was coming, and oh. it was like his final performance or whatever, because he must be about 80. Yeah, I think he's... He must be. He, upper... I was really looking forward to sit because he hit that he was one of the first bands that I ever saw. You saw you saw them? Yeah, when I must have been about eleven, Mum. I went to see him with Janice and Dad. And wow. that was a time when the spaceship landed on the stage. Uh, yeah. You know, in you the, saw in the that? Se- yeah. Oh. It was crazy. It must have been in the seventies at some point. Oh, that's historical. Yeah. I mean, I've seen pictures of it and I I'm sure there's footage. I haven't I haven't actually seen the moving footage of it, but like I n- I know about it from people talking about it and it just sounds completely insane like i love it i think it's great yeah the sort of afrofuturism stuff that came around then as well yeah, just like, crazy so i was yeah. really looking forward to seeing him yeah can't believe that and then yeah, i think della soul were going to play there as well yeah della soul giles day. peterson was going to dj there and i was uh really wanted to hear yeah. him because i think his dj sets are amazing yeah 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 yeah, so I was going to miss that. I was going to see the Isley, Bro- Isley Brothers at Love Supreme Jazz Festival. Yeah. So we were going to that because we've only just started going to that festival. And so I've really just... Because jazz seems to be Coming encompassing up. so many different genres at the moment. Mm. Jazz is so... I've really, really enjoying listening to a lot of different kinds of jazz too and seeing some different young bands coming up as well yeah i think with the younger generations of 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 that kind of stuff it's like jazz can be seen as quite a spiky genre where it's like you have to be really like if you don't play in a certain style you're like you're not jazz or something like that i feel like now the younger generations are a bit like ah whatever like i I do jazz and i do hip-hop and i do i mix it with yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I saw an amazing band last year called Caravan Palace, right. which are just, which were like a weird gypsy fusion, mad jumping about <laughs> electric. Yeah, they were crazy. <laughs> I have to look them up. Wow. Yeah, Caravan Palace. And then the Ezra Collective, which were a band that I saw, which were also supposed to be playing at Dreamland. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's been a lot of stuff that was going to happen at Dreamland. And obviously, yes. Yeah, and then Dreamland actually. didn't open again. No. 
which I thought was quite unusual. Th- things around it seemed to open. Yes. But, uh, but they yeah. didn't even open their open door space for families just to yeah. go and sit or... Yeah. Which I, I, I felt sort of being... Because obviously I'm, I'm quite passionate about the local area here because I grew up here. And I thought about people's jobs and why didn't they reopen, even if it's just to open some concessions. Because we had a lot of business yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you feel like there could have been little parts. Yes, that could have in opened. some way. Yeah, it yeah. could have happened. But I mean, maybe it was sort of it all happened so quickly, and it was like they were going to open, and then it all kicked off, and so yeah. they didn't have a time to adapt and yeah, sort of maybe. come up with those yeah, concepts maybe. or something. But yeah, it's. A, I just wondered about people's jobs and what was what was going on really. Yeah. but mainly you wanted to see George Clinton. Yeah, maybe that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it looks like we're about halfway through the podcast at this point. So I'm going to just put a little pause in the middle here as occasionally we have to put some adverts in there and um, I want to just sort of leave a nice little space for that to happen. So here is that and we will return to the podcast directly after. See you soon. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I um I also like dancing. Yeah, well, I was going to talk um, about this with you. Yes, Good. I I did uh, ballroom dancing. Yeah, and I danced in the Blackpool ballroom. Yeah, I danced there twice with the my teacher. Is this recently or like no? A that's a back, few years ago. A yeah. Few years ago. Let's talk music with you then. So, do you have a do you have much of a musical background yourself? How, no, what's your well, relationship I, with music? I like singing. I like singing. So I used to sing in a choir, right. and I sang in a choir in Cliftonville, in the oh, church yeah. choir. Okay. I yeah. sang St. Stephen's. But um, recently, I've joined the choir called the Rock Choir. Have you heard of the Rock Choir? I haven't. Tell me more. You have my full attention. Oh, the Rock Choir, I think it's got quite a lot of different choirs in different areas. And through Carlo, 
trying to get me something to keep me occupied and, you know, my brain going. Oh, she made me like join this rock choir, which is quite good. Carla's, and, Carla's um, losing it. <laughs> and I used to go into Margate on a Thursday morning to the choir in the church. And yeah. where it was really good. But since this lockdown, mm. we Zoom. Are you on, how does that work on Zoom? Because I've tried doing podcasts on Zoom. And I think this is why I, I've, I had a break from, from my podcast, the one we're doing now. So Because on Zoom, it was like, I think I just needed a break from Zoom because I was mm. on it quite a lot. And right. so it was like not only talking to to friends and relatives and stuff, but then also doing a podcast. I just I needed some space from it. But I know that on Zoom you can get delays, so you can't if if I was doing that, then you'd be hearing it on the other end of your computer a bit later. So it'd be like, All right, no. Oh, I see. Oh, so to get no. everyone to sing in time. Yes. So how did you how did you work around that? Well it went quite well really. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it really done before. So. When I did the Zoom, we had an uh, identity. You have an ID number. An ID number and then a password they give you. So you sort of tip that in and then you get into it and they let you into the class. Uh-huh. How, how did it sound, Mum? Yeah, yeah. It sounded quite well. Do you have headphones it wasn't, on? No, no, no. And you can speak to the people and speak to the teacher and it wasn't sort of delayed action. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It was quite good. Did you like did you get the feeling of uh being in the room with other people singing? Yes, yes. So you got that Yes, you got that sort of yeah. feeling that you Almost know like you're the, the there. Hug we were with about, yes. Yeah. You had to really, didn't you? You didn't have much of a choice. It's kind of either that or nothing, wasn't it? Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. And why was it called the rock choir? So what are you singing? We, well, what what well, songs are you it's singing? It's not rock songs, really. It's normal songs, really. Ah, okay. Um because when you say rock choir, I'm imagining you know, like got Jimi Hendrix, Let's No, 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 no. It's nothing like that. Ah. It's nothing like that. What songs have you sung? Um, you have a microphone in front of you if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll um, edit in something after that. The champion. Oh, you know, like, oh, we are the champions. We are the champions. Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah. a lovely one for a, Africa, a group of people. Toto's Africa. Really? Yeah. Oh, classic. Um, all of those kind of c- classic yeah, songs. Oh, okay. And yeah, they yeah. do different arrangements to them. Look That's up right. Rock Choir. Because you are yeah. going to wish that you were the person who invented it. <laughs> they are a massive organisation. Yeah. Whoever invented that must be a multi-millionaire. multi-millionaire. So wow. it's, it's now, I don't know whether it's global, but it's across yes, the whole, whole country. country. Oh, yeah. so it's so, so like the Rock Choir is the, the name it's of the group. It's an organisation. It's, it's around yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Right. They have T-shirts, they have merchandise, wow. and then they put professional teachers into each area. And the teachers are brilliant, aren't they? The, yeah. The, the choir leaders are amazing. Wow, ah, fantastic. So there's the, um, I think it's the Social Singing Choir, do you know them, in Margate? So they're, um, there's mm. a guy called Huey who's up at the, I don't know if you know the print works, near Morrison's up there. So he, he runs a, a choir basically just with regular you know, regular folk, not professional singers or anything. He is. And it's just sort of people from the area and they just sort of get together and sing, like, I guess, sort of current indie sort of things or, or classic, yeah, things like yes. you know, the Champions and stuff. So maybe it's like not not as not as huge as the rock choir. So we have different groups, you know, the altos, sopranos. Yeah. You know. where, it, where, makes, it makes you feel good, though. Yeah. yeah. Where are you in the choir? What's your place? Soprano. Soprano, okay. And where where is that on the register? Like on the uh, yeah, is it higher or lower? Where's 
soprano? It's higher soprano, lower soprano. Yeah. I mean, like musically, as a as a as a youngin, what was your like? Were you listening to much music when you were younger, or like, what were you sort of exposed to back then? Not really. No, we just listened to the radio. Yeah. And um, before Carnival times, you sing all the calypsos that was uh, going around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you still remember them? Or like, Not do you, really, no. You don't listen to them much these days? No. Oh, okay. no. I do. <laughs> really? I always do. Before Carnival comes, then I download all of the um, the latest songs that are coming out. Ah, uh, yeah. They've changed quite a bit from how they used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine. <laughs> So, I mean, did you buy any records or anything like that? Or, like, you, were you listening to much sort of... Because Carla was talking about, um, let's say, Funkadelic. Do you remember them? Or no, not stuff? really. No, yeah. I wasn't into that. Not any that. of the soul and funk sort of stuff. I wasn't into that, no. Yeah. It was my dad, wasn't it, really? It was yeah. my dad more. Okay. My dad was the one who was more into the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than mum. So your dad was more music and, uh, Glory, you were more sporty? Yes, I love music, but yeah. I was more sporty, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I love dancing, yeah. I love the singing. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because Dad was from, was Dad from Cliftonville? Dad was a Margate boy, wasn't he? A Cliftonville boy. Mm. You met him here, didn't you? Yeah. So he worked at the the hospital? No. Or do you, you just, no, you no, met no, him? No. He worked outside. at a print, print place. Oh, right. You know oh, the print works about? that you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, He was a printer. Oh. He was a printing apprentice. So okay. when it was the original printing place, that's where he worked. Because oh, I, I don't know anything about, I mean, I, I should look into this and it's, it's something I'd be meaning to and it's sort of on, on um, deck to look into. But yeah. I think though that printer was the only printer in England that printed the Bible. Really? Yeah. There's so much history going on in this, on this yeah. chat. There's like so many sort of key moments <laughs> I'm learning about. It's amazing. Carla, we were talking earlier on about, um, you mentioned like Black Lives Matter and the ongoing movement or the movement that's obviously been around for a, a long time, longer than most people know. But where, where are you at at the moment with, with what's happening? Because it, it seems to have just... It seems it, it's, it's coming up again. It's kicked <laughs> off. I mean, it, it's the thing because it's like, it's not new, but mm. the, the way we're seeing it and yeah. it's being delivered and the way it's resonating feels new and yeah. it feels like there's a, a new sort of energy to it. Yeah, Carla and myself were talking about this one day we were walking to to get a coffee somewhere, didn't we? All of a sudden, the both of us said, you know, we never thought of it like that. It's only because all this thing come to the front Mm -hmm. that we realized that what was going on before, it just dawned on us, it could have been that. Right. Oh, yeah. Could it, you remember? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what, what it's what what Mum's saying is that it's made us think about things that have happened in our lives previously. We've looked at things in more depth. Yeah. yeah. Because actually, in our lives, we've just carried on. We've never been the kind of people that have ever thought, "Oh, well, that's happened to me because I'm black." Yeah. Or I haven't been given that opportunity because I'm black. It's because of my colour of my skin. Right, We've yeah, so. always, I mean, mum has always said to me, the one thing that mum has said is that you will always have to work twice as hard to get where you want to be. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's the only reference that she ever made was that you will always need to work twice as hard. Apart from that, oh, apart from also, you always said, you always said, just remember that they I always laugh when I think about this because you always say, remember they shit too. Yeah. <laughs> you say that. 
Oh, now I'm going to have to mark this podcast as explicit. <laughs> Remember <Dear>. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you said that too. Um, but <laughs> you never really said, you've never said, we've never had a chip on our shoulder about anything to do with that. No. Okay. So... But I feel think, like even that expression, having a chip on your shoulder, is like, it, it, it's, yeah. it's not right. It, no, I'm no, not, not, I'm not, right. I'm not no, but I know, I'm not, I'm not I know what, yes. No. Yeah, it but feels, again, it's a shame it feels that's the that language you you've shouldn't got. have to even think like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But we never thought about it. But now, when we think back to things, we're, we're questioning it and we're thinking, was it, could that be because of that? Did yes. I not get that because of the colour of my skin? Right. Mm. Did mum not get that promotion or was she always overlooked because of that? Mm. And it's... and it's oh, Suddenly all these things are popping suddenly, up in your, in your history that yeah, are resonating. Exactly. With things yeah, exactly. Things are bubbling like, up. You're seeing the patterns. You make you aware. And, and yeah. they are making you more aware. And it's really yeah. disappointing. Yeah. It's making you think about your life in a different, in a different way. Yeah. And I guess it's making me have conversations with, say, my niece that I might not have had before because my niece has got mixed heritage she's white but she has definitely got afro hair she's got features that would be more black features considered more black features but her skin is white and she's now she's never thought of herself as anything else but white but now she's coming across racism that she's never had to come across before she's Mm. 14 and she's saying I never thought I'd have to sort of identify with either one side of my culture yeah, like being, or my other being swept along by yeah. everyone else's weird hang-ups exactly and, things, yeah. and i and, and and you're having to talk about those things when you shouldn't really you shouldn't really have to so yeah it has brought up lots of different feelings that we that we might not have had before yeah. that's um, really powerful though like to sort of to have to suddenly take stock and sort of yeah like i was saying like seeing the patterns of it it's like oh that's what that probably was and then just yeah. sort of like hang on a second and then it's like in a film you see all these flashbacks yeah. of all these scenes together and it's like oh that must have been yeah in yeah. the UK at that time and the other so. thing also which is which is quite disappointing is that it's also made you question some of your friendships because yeah. it may it makes you think about certain people and you can see how certain people now react to what's going on so whether you're on oh, facebook okay. yeah. or through texts or friend groups yeah it's just how people react so either some people have chosen not to react at all yeah some people have chosen to sort of just ignore it yeah some people have gone oh all lives matter i was gonna say i bet bet you've seen uh, that all lives matter thing has to go you know like there's so many bits and pieces that you've seen yeah yeah and you just think I'm going to just have to strike you off my friend. I'm just going to have to, mm. you know, if, if you don't get it and if you don't get it, even when I've tried to explain it to you, yeah. or if you get angry just at the thought of someone trying to show you something, then obviously you don't understand. You're not willing to understand and you can't be my friend. Yeah. And, and these are, can be people that you've grown up with yeah. for a long time. Well, I, I think, uh, and I'm glad that I brought Carla up and my son, not in that sort of faith to say, well, you're black and turtle, because mm. they would not have been happy, you know, growing up to say, you know, you're black or somebody calling you black. Yeah. Because we, I, I never had that in mind, so I never sort of 
taught them about different race because it didn't matter. Yeah, and well, I suppose also because you you grew up in Trinidad, so you weren't necessarily. It was multicultured. Um, yeah, but like it, I think over here, you, you in the UK probably well, especially more at that time, I imagine you you'd almost have to almost like warn like your your children like okay like you're saying about you have to work twice as hard sort of thing you might have to pre-warn your children that like okay not all white people are going to be that nice to you because i never thought of it really so i didn't sort of you know mention it to my kids because um i never thought of it you didn't did you no you didn't didn't. but it was only when some it was only when something happened that you did because I know yeah. there's been a program on television at the moment which is called is it called the talk and it's yes, about I've, and it's I've about the talk that black parents have to have with their children oh yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. about yeah. what you've just said you yeah. know about what happens when you first meet racism what what is going to happen to you when you go to school what is going to happen and the time when I came home from school when that boy had thrown the stone at me Mm. And I came home with that my bloodied lip that he had thrown the stone at me and called me. You don't, you don't have to, don't you? Yeah. Whatever from across the road, and you, you know, then you had to, you know, have a conversation with me or say, you know, go to the headmaster or whatever you yeah. had to do about that. But you hadn't said anything to me beforehand. You hadn't said. You hadn't said, "Oh, this might happen to you." Yeah, but, well, because I, mean, I never thought but, of it. I know. No, it no, never yeah, so, occurred and why to should me. You? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, because... but it's it's not like you were sort of like la di da. Everything's fine. It was you weren't putting your brave face in it. It just no. it hadn't occurred to you no, that you'd have to say that. Even when I came to Margate, yeah, there wasn't many coloured people in Margate then. But I never felt different. You know, I was in a class of fourteen. Doing my nursing training, yeah. I was the only coloured girl there, or black, whatever you want to call it. But it never, I never had a chip on my shoulder about it yeah. at all. It never worried me. But I think that's because you're a strong person, Mum. You you, you have an attitude where even if someone did look at you in a different way or whatever, you would say, well, that's their problem and they can get on with it. And I think sometimes that your attitude sells you through some things that, have been there and you just have chosen not to notice it because when I've spoken to dad about because I've tried to talk to both mum and dad about some of the experiences that they had very early on yeah yeah. and even things like when you were looking for a place to live it's that whole thing about well dad would find a place to live find a flat yeah and then the the flat would be free and then they'd see mum and then the flat would be gone yeah yeah because they didn't want a black person in their flat. Yeah, and then probably neighbours, if they had problems, they might. Yes. their voice would be heard. Yes. Yeah, and I'm not saying that everyone was like that, because everyone is not like that. Mm. But you still are going to get people that were like that at the time. But obviously, Mum, you had some good experiences and some positive experiences. But I think maybe we were lucky. Yeah, yeah. I could say that. Yeah. 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 It's really, it's really interesting hearing sort of your first views of kind of being in Margate as well, because I haven't really spoken to anyone about those back in the, those days as well, being here and sort of, and I'm, I'm hoping for the best with it. And I hope that it, it sinks in to people, especially, us, I guess, speaking for white people as well, the ones who would say all lives matter and things like that. But like, I, I hope it's something that eventually it, those 
that no, difference that of it all lives matter kind of like yeah. dissolves a bit and yeah. they're like, Oh, I see why that why that phrase doesn't help and Yeah, you know. I think it I think there've been a few things out there that there've been some explanations and some cartoons that have really helped explain it. So when you see something like that and you repost it, that helps to explain it to people. And so yeah. those have been really, really helpful. So I've, I kind of repost that kind of thing. Yeah. And even helping to educate people within school has been really useful for yeah, me. I've got a yeah. very big staff, you know, and it's actually quite frightening even how amongst educated professional people, even how they don't get it. And, mm. and also that they're almost scared to ask mm, right? for fear of saying the wrong thing and for fear of offending you. But you probably rather they just sort of... I'd rather like, that I'll they be honest, asked. I don't understand something. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah. also you don't want it to be kind of like, you know, like uh, ask a black person sort of thing. It's like, yes. like yes. Hey, ask me anything. You, you, you the person who's not white. How yes. should I feel like, yes. but I mean, I guess that would be better than nothing. And then yes, not, not definitely. getting it. I mean, but however you, I guess, if, however you get there, as long as it's with some kind of compassion and yeah. like, empathy or definitely yeah like you just want to get to a point yeah. where it's like look here's what you don't understand yeah. maybe this will help and then they go yeah. like hmm and then take that away with them definitely mm. like i said to them so you're really looking forward to getting your hair cut aren't you after lockdown mm. well think about me i can't just walk into a hairdresser's on the high street and get my hair cut mm. i've got to travel all the way up to london if i can find the right place to go and get my hair cut wow. i still haven't done it yet <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's things like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You can walk into any shop and get the right colour makeup for your skin. <laughs> mm, yeah, right, right, right. Only recently have they just started to stock different coloured foundations for different skin colours. I'm glad yeah. I'm glad things are I'm glad things are changing. I think the one thing that has changed now is that I do think that people are getting braver in having a voice to be able to speak out. So that yeah. that is definitely an improvement. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. It's been it's been really good having certain conversations here as well because it's like I mean I've like I've grown up listening to rap music and it's been difficult because I, I listened to like early rap music in the sort of eighties and nineties and a lot of it was it's pretty difficult for instance stuff I might think twice about listening to in a car with my mum I mean she she got it but like you know she was like all oh, right they're just sort of, <laughs> these rappers are just swearing and letting off steam but it, there was some pretty tricky stuff NWA. Exactly, yeah. That was like the first, like NWA Easy, mm. you know, like the first sort of, that was the first rap I heard. It was like, oh, they're swearing. And then, mm. ah, and then they're talking about the neighborhood and, and things. Like that. So that, that was like my open door to, oh, this isn't growing up in Kingston upon Thames. Like, actually, there, people are having very different experiences to me. And it's for one reason or another. But so, like, I've always had this kind of like inner voice in my head, which is sort of, I feel like it steered me in good ways where it's like, if if issues of race come up with people who perhaps don't get it, I've been able to somewhat articulate. I've been able to sort of refine it a bit more over the past six months, I suppose. So how did yeah. you get into this? Into podcasting? Yes. Well, I've always been a musician, I suppose. I, I was a DJ for a long time back in the early 90s. Uh, then I got into making music on machines and you know drum machines and things like that. And then... I started, I don't know, I think I just started listening to really early podcasts. So this is like back in the mid 2000s. And they they sort of first started using that word podcast to explain what it was. So I listened to a lot of those. Some of my friends started making them and then they'd ask me to put them together and edit them and all this kind of stuff. And 
I always knew I wanted to do it myself, but um, I I didn't know what the subject was going to be about. So with podcasts, you can do it about anything. You could do it about, I mean, you're sitting in front of a Margate poster. You could do a podcast about old posters or, you know, mm, yeah. you're sitting on a couch. You could do one about furniture. You could do one about speakers, about, you know, yeah. you can get as... It's a wide range. Yeah, yeah. So it can be, you could do one about golf. There's probably a ton of golf podcasts. Dancing for sure. There'll be dancing podcasts, mm. choirs, all that. Stuff. Look on your iPad, Mum. Yeah. Have a look, and you can have a listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, yeah. So then I, I started recording some with people around Margate. Mainly, it was going to be to do with. Uh, I, I, I sort of started with people that I knew, so that people who um, had businesses around here that I went to, and then just recorded chats with them. Yeah. And yeah, and then it sort of. Escalated from there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. It's been really nice because um, it, it's a very different conversation to just sitting down with. I mean, it's it's like sitting down with friends, but it's it's more guided and it's more. I mean, for me, it's like uh, it's, you know, I've got a, a few notes, yeah. but I haven't really looked at them. But there's some some that I record. I've got a long list of things I want to talk about. And what's different to a normal conversation is that like you might say something, and I'm like, ah. I can get from that to this thing yeah, I've got written yeah. down. And I don't want it to be scripted ever, but I need some structure to it. So if we start talking about things and I'm sort of not sure what, where we're going to go with it, I might return back to my notes and sort of go from there. But yeah, it's, it's really interesting. It opens up different doors in your head a bit. Sort of mm. thing. Yeah. Mm. Do you think you'd ever want to try it? Or <laughs> I think it's, I think it's, I think I might start to listen to them a bit more. Yeah. I think it's really interesting to be involved in one. It makes you realise that actually when you're having a conversation with someone, you maybe need to think more about some asking some different types of questions because conversations can be broadened a lot more than they than they are. Yeah. When you go and have a coffee with someone, you need to ask more questions so that, yeah, yeah, so that yeah. you can you've got such a massive spectrum of subjects that you can talk about. Exactly that, yeah. That, I've, I found that from doing it. I'm like, oh, wait, you can... Even if you, like, say if you're at a, a party, um, you probably remember what parties are. They, well, you get a group of people together and you stand really close to each other. Um, but like, if you're having a, a conversation which might be a bit awkward or you don't know what to say, like what I do, and this, this helps me because I'm not the most outgoing kind of, you know, I'm not like, ah, extrovert kind of person. But at a party, I might be sort of standing there a bit awkwardly, sort of not knowing what to do. But I can then switch into podcast mode and then yeah. almost start interviewing somebody and sort of like, oh, right, so yeah, how did you get into that? And, yeah, and then, because a lot of the time people want to be asked questions about themselves mm. and they want to give the answers to somebody who's listening. So it's eye contact, it's listening, mm. it's like, oh, yeah, because yeah, you, you said earlier on about listening. It's sort of like, I, I find I'm more, I'm more receptive to information now. So yeah. if somebody's talking to me, I listen more and then I try and not just talk about myself, I try and relate it to maybe if, if I come up in it, then it's because it relates to what you've just said or, um, and also like including people. So if it's sort of, if I met both of you two at a, a, a drinks do in Margate or something, and I was talking to you, Carla, then I might say, oh yeah, interesting. Gloria, you mentioned earlier on about this thing. Mm. And so it helps yeah, you do that instead of just blocking off in. the other person and not including them. Mm. So it, it it's a skill. How do you learn it? Just from doing it. I mean, uh, 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 I'm I'm absolutely not an expert at all. I mean, I, I still find it quite difficult, in all honesty. Like, sometimes, I mean, I ramble a lot sometimes. So you'll see me going down these corridors and then the, the, the exit 
narrows and then I've got no way out. And I've done that once or twice with our conversation today. It's like I keep talking and then I see you sort of looking a bit confused and I'm like, uh-oh, I'm, I'm just rambling, I'm rambling, I'm rambling. <laughs> so that, that's tough. I do have a habit of that. But it's like when you listen, when I listen back because I'm editing it, I sort of I notice that and it's like, okay, I need to keep a check on that. And mm-hmm. then because I'm, I'm the person behind this, this whole thing, I'll edit it, I'll do the artwork and everything. So I have to listen to my own voice and how I sound with other people. Mm-hmm. And that's really good training because then I hear how how you react to what I said and what tone and things like that. And it's just through exposure and just hearing yourself. One of my vocations also was acting. You acted. And we're an hour and ten minutes in and you're only just telling us this. (laughs) For years, I've been to Ramsgate Optic Society and we used to do shows in different theatres. Did you have a certain style of acting like what were you acting in not what what kind of productions well they were all operas weren't they so it was mostly, mostly singing. operas what did i do i did that ballet um show stepping out have you heard of stepping heard out of it. i did it one two i think it was three times Amazing. and i had one of the main parts yeah as well and um i'd worked in theater royal all the theaters are wrong here yeah we did the shows, so twice a year we did it. What was the uh, period in your life that that was, like, was that quite a long time you did that for? Or? Yes, I did it for about um, six, seven, eight years, but I don't do it anymore. But, like, do you still keep up on it? Do you still sort of, like, have you been I to got, the opera much? Or? Not, not, well, it's not that opera, because it's said operatic, yeah. it's not really high opera. Oh, okay. no. It's more musical. We did quite a lot of musical. Opera's, opera style. Yes, more, we did quite yeah. a lot of that. Like, Gilbert and Sullivan. We did, you know, things yeah. like that. What's your, what's your favourite musical? I, I think the one I did was Stepping Out. Yeah, yeah. And that was quite good. Yeah. And then I did it at Minster as well. We used to go up to London a lot to see um, shows. Mamma Mia's one. I said I haven't seen oh, that. I did that. I saw Mamma Mia as well. That was awful. Have you seen the film? Oh, that's oh, yes, needle in my yeah, eye. Uh, yeah. Take, take it you didn't like it. <laughs> Blood Brothers. Blood Brothers was good. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah, I can, I can see it in Did my mind. Did you go mind. with me? I yeah. I've seen Blood, yeah. I've seen okay. Blood Brothers, yeah. you seen Les Miserables? Yes. Yeah, that's brilliant. And um, I saw quite a lot of Shakespeare yeah. because I worked at the um, Globe Theatre. Really? Yes, I worked oh. there for about a month. Volunteered. Right. What did you do there? I was a stewardess. Steward, oh, right. so you, you showing went... people, looking at their tickets and ah. showing, telling them where to go. So did you see all the plays when yes. they were happening? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, the Globe's where it's, where it's at, isn't it? That's the yes. main... Oh, the Globe's amazing. Yes. That's, I'm saying all these names and it's like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've never been there. Oh, the Globe like, is I, amazing. If I feel you like I'm go, so uncultured. If, if you need to go, well, yeah. <laughs> If you want to see Shakespeare and experience yeah, it, yeah. that is the best place to do it. Aren't, isn't yeah, like, really. aren't the crowds all rowdy there? They get all sort of like well, shouting. Well, you can do. You can do, yes. But then that's yes. how it's supposed to be experienced. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever, Gloria, did you ever have to sort of stop anyone from getting too rowdy? Or? <laughs> um, well, there is a level, different levels of the theatre. Mm. And if you pay sort of for a cheap ticket, you're on the ground and you're not supposed to sit uh, oh, on right, the ground, yeah, if yeah. You, you're standing, so we walk around, and if somebody's sitting, you just tell them to get up. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah. you didn't have to sling anyone out or anything. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> 
not when they're watching Shakespeare, watch Shakespeare darling. darling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. You scarcely have to throw anyone mm. out. Yeah. Um, are there any musicals coming up that you are looking forward to when we are able to, to, to go into Well, places? Carla usually um, book uh, things yeah. for us. There's a day. new one. There's one, The Waitress, we haven't seen. Oh, no, not The Waitress. I think it's called Waitress. Marlo. We go to the oh, Marlo quite a yeah. lot. We go every year, didn't we? Yeah. Have you seen, um, this will be the last on the uh, musicals section of this, but have you, have you seen <laughs> Hamilton? No, that's no. supposed to be good, isn't it? No, yeah, I well, haven't seen that. That's, um, I mean, it, it's sort of based on hip hop and it's, right. it's very sort of very blah, 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 like rapid fire delivery and this kind of thing. But The last thing I saw was the Book of Mormon and oh, that yeah. was hilarious. Have you heard about that? I didn't see it with mum. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> That's probably not one for young Gloria. <laughs> I think she'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, judging by the, the, the curse words you were saying earlier on, maybe she would enjoy it. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, Carla and Gloria, I think we can we can steer this one home. So yes. thank you so much for your time. It was nice meeting you. you. Very nice meeting you. Yeah, too. it was nice uh, meeting you. And yeah, yeah, both of you together. It's been great. Gloria, your views on podcasts having had one hour and 15 minutes being in one do you think you'll listen to more yes i think i listen to more yes you think you listen to this quite one? interesting carla how have you felt yeah it's really good I'm very really... enjoyable conversation cool um, yeah i'm really glad you could come down i mean it, i'm going to listen to this and think oh my god i didn't ask you about that i didn't ask you mm. about that um we can probably pick this up again like another time yeah like, we don't have to draw the line here like i'm sure you know if you find yourself in margate again soon you know i think always is always open to us so yeah we'll do you can come and do it uh any 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 final words thoughts anything you want people to know about before we before we check out and hit the beach (laughs) (laughs) not really so schools yeah I, i go back on tuesday you go back on tuesday so what how are you straight in there how are you feeling about it yeah, I just want all the children back. Yeah. I'm not worried about having them back. I just think we all need to carry on living. Carry you, on you living. Never, she never stopped because all in the lockdown, she still had to go to school. Uh, do, we, do, yes. Are you doing it, on, doing it on Zoom, I guess? No, no, no. no. She back? had to go to the school. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> she had no time off in lockdown. She still had to go to school. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are sort of they they seem to find a lot of time off. But I think yeah, a lot of no, people Carla didn't got have any busier. time off. Yeah. No. yeah. Uh, Gloria, just one more thing. What are your what are your plans for the rest of the year? Do you think? How's your rest of your year looking? Uh, it's a bit dubious because I am just waiting for all these things. Whether it's going to we're going to have a second phase or you know. So I'm really on edge. So you you staying? You know, I feel like you're quite a positive person. You're staying positive, though. Aren't oh yeah, you? oh yeah. yes. You've got to be positive. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let's let's hope yeah. for the best. And, yeah, but that's yeah. all we can do. I wish yeah. you guys the very best. Thank you. Thank you. Planet futures and yeah. beyond. <laughs> cool. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Bye. You. Thank Bye. you. Did I not tell you that Carla and Gloria were awesome? I hope you believe me, and by now you've surely heard the proof yourself. Uh, that was awesome. That was really nice. And um, I've, I really hope that all questions that were unasked on my part will be asked on a future episode with uh, those two. Um, I demand that they come on as a pair because uh, they are they are great together. And it's, just, it's really just really fun and 
obviously there were there were points when it was serious too but um i kind of got a read from them on sort of how to to kind of go from i guess from one subject to another and i hope it wasn't too jarring kind of some of the some of the transitions i mean like i said at the start I was kind of giddy from just being in the same room as people and recording because I'm so used to the Zoom action. It's weird. It's sort of like, you know, I almost felt like I had to sort of let them into the virtual waiting room first and and sort of, you know, I thought I'd have to do the wave and like, hey, can you hear me? Like in real face to face, like like they sit down and I'm like, hey, can you, can you hear me? It's like, yeah, you're sitting opposite me. It's like, oh yeah. Like I'm so used to that on Zoom now. So that was one thing to get over, but um, yeah, we got over it pretty quick. And then, yeah, I was just kind of almost overwhelmed with things that my brain was throwing at me. So as I say, all unasked questions, I hope they get a chance to be aired in future episode. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they were great. And it was just yeah, it was a lovely chance to sit down in person and, and talk about this whole life thing and what it brings up, good and bad. That was a, the, your first in-person buddies buddies. That was the uh, the Margate Voices edition uh, in association with Margate Mercury, who I can wholeheartedly recommend you have a look at, whether you live in the area or not. You can have a look on their website, and links to that will be posted on the show description notes and whatnot on the Acast platform and others like it. When will the next episode be out? That sunshine is a very good question. As I say, I'm working on it and I'm working on, you know, other guests. I'm working on sort of ways to slightly change the format. And um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I've really just, I need to find a way of making it, I was going to say sustainable, more like um, it actually, you know what, it kind of needs to be a little bit less work because to to edit a two hour episode and have these sort of long conversations and and f- you know try and edit them and then mix them and stuff like that it, it's it's a lot of work but I also I know it's quite a strain as I listen so that's one thing I'm going to try and work on and um, come back with some you know nice sort of choppy new episodes and um, yeah see I'm going to you know I just want to sort of see what the rest of the year holds because with these sort of you know the lockdown rules and things keep changing and I understand that and I understand that there's a lot of things that have to happen and uh, yeah it, it's just that's how it is that's how it's got to be you know and I'll, I'll want to respect that and sort of you know observe those those rules whatever they may be and so that's going to affect things um obviously you know there's always stuff coming up on my side as well so I need to, I need to honor that too, but um, yeah, it, it's it's going to be cool whatever happens, and I will keep you updated on all of that stuff, and keep in touch with me as well. So if you've got any suggestions, any just yeah whatever, just give me a shout. Um, I'm on well, easier to to put the links on the show notes, so I'll put all my contact details on there instead of doing the old at underscore at whatever whatever. Um, that's that's boring. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do the links on the website so you can have a look there. I mean, uh, website, show notes. And I will check back in with you as soon as I can. Yeah, in the meantime, I'm going to link to some some other things I've been working on uh, again in, the, in these, uh, these show notes I keep banging on about. And um, I hope you like those if you get a chance to check them. Um, the rain hasn't stopped since I've been 
uh, talking and uh, I don't feel so bad at all about um, not going outside to record this intro and outro because here, cosy, outdoors, not cosy. So I'm going to go make a cup of tea. I suggest you do the same and um, have yourself a lovely rest of whatever unit of the day is left for you and stay safe as possible remain positive and just do things that make you feel good whole and right that's that's what i can suggest for you yeah you know what you're doing all be well uh huge love to you and yours all of y'all and um yeah speak to you again soon all right peace Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.